This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. Welcome in to the Pirate Radio Podcast. I am Shirley Rhodes on January 25th. We welcomed in former ECU strength and conditioning coach for ECU baseball, Brandon Golden, to the show. Joining us, former strength and conditioning coach at East Carolina, worked with the baseball Pirates, and uh, we'll find out what he's up to these days. Brandon Golden joining us today on the show. Brandon, appreciate your time. How you doing, man? Yeah, man, I'm doing great having me yes sir i wanted to get you on because uh we talked to the current players each and every week here from the baseball team and uh your name came up we had gavin williams on the brian bailey show and uh your name popped up again so instead of people just saying your name i figured we talked to uh get it straight from the horse's mouth so uh brandon i guess we'll start with what you are doing today uh tell us what you're doing in the the strength and conditioning the performance world yeah i mean that's a great question so um Owned and owned facility. Like we opened our own facility about six, seven weeks ago now. Uh, we're here in High Point, North Carolina, full on twelve thousand square feet. Got cages, hit tracks, track man, performance area, obviously. Um, so we're opening that, getting that rocking and rolling. And then I'm consulting with um, some buddies of mine that are still with the Dodgers, with Wake Forest, High Point, Cal State Fullerton, and Appalachian State. And then, like you said, working with Gavin, Trey Benton, a couple other pro guys, and then just consulting and get the roll yeah and uh i know some of these current pirates have, pirates have checked you out recently too right you uh you seen some of those guys yeah over christmas break we had danny beal was here jc ethan norby bristol carter um burles was working with burleson last off season you know back when he was in high point so yeah i mean the the ability to stay connected to the program working with current and former players has been it's been really cool so, Brandon, I remember uh, growing up playing baseball, going to the batting cage, taking some hacks. Um, this is that times a million, right? So what are, when people go uh, to your facility and, and work with you, uh, what are they doing and, and what are all the numbers they are looking at while they, they do this? Yeah. Uh, so the first thing we do is we do like a full-on assessment. So we, we take them through how does their body move. Like we'll you know, just look at every aspect of general movement quality. So – how does the body move? And then we'll pair that up with, you know, if they're swinging in here or getting off the mound, we'll pair that up with their delivery of their swing. And if they're not at that moment in time, we'll look at video and kind of console with them about what we see. And when I say we, Jake Washer and Ryder Giles are out there right now working with some of our players. Um, so we'll all kind of get together and Ryder's our director of player development. Wash is obviously our director of catching performance. So the, you know, the three of us will consult and kind of come up with a plan for our players. And it's, you know, it's the exact same thing that, that I do when I'm, you know, with Wake or High Point or Fullerton or, or Gavin or Trey or whoever the case may be. So to answer your question, Cliff, is like we take them through our our entire assessment process and then we come up with a, a specific plan for them that's going to help them get where they need to go. Brandon Golden joining us. And, uh, Brandon, just looking at your, your background and your old bio at ECU, uh, see all the places you've worked, all the things you've done. When you got into this, did you think this industry would be where it is today with the technology and everything? I mean, how much has it grown since just the time you've been into it? Yeah, I mean, it's no, I didn't think it would be where it's at, but I guess that's kind of how things roll. Um, it's grown tremendously. I mean, when, when Coach C hired me, you know, back in 17, we had, you know, BBT, some stuff that he used all the time. And that's something that I've been really passionate about, like the velocity-based training and seeing how fast the bar moves and things like that. And we had the old school Tendos because they worked. It was called a Tendo unit. It was the string that we strapped onto the bar. 
you know, that uh, they're probably still there. I don't know if Big John still uses them, but those those things are probably still in the in the cage back there somewhere. But um, we would measure, you know, how far how fast the bar is moving, and then we would, you know, be able to dictate from a a force standpoint or velocity aspect of things what we were looking for to elicit the response that we needed. And now, you know, I have things clipped that I can I can attach and Bluetooth wise to my phone and tablets, and you know, I can send people units that aren't even in the the same area, I can send stuff across the country and have people go through assessments and, you know, obviously that same thing, BBT, see how fast the bar is moving and, and get it right on my phone in real time. So it's, it's pretty pretty impressive where we're at as far as technology-wise goes. Obviously, Brandon, a lot of different sports with a lot of different athletes that do a lot of different things. So why did you gravitate towards baseball? Why, why is baseball your, your expertise? Yeah, you know, like people have asked me that all the time and it's actually funny, like, you know, there, there was a kid in here the other day that was asking if I could show him my slider grip. Like, hey, man, like, show me that grip. Like, how do, how do you throw a slider? And I was like, well, and, you know, a lot of people that know me know this. I was like, hey, man, I don't actually have a slider grip. Like, I didn't I didn't play baseball at a high level. I played when I was a kid. And, you know, being able to be around some of the people that I that I was early on in my career, you know, when I was down at, was at High Point University when I graduated from East Carolina, came back home, interned here, you know, for a year and a half, went down to Mississippi State, and that's kind of where it got rocking and rolling. And, was able to be around, you know, some SEC talent, and it was the year after, um, the year after they were playing UCLA in the championship in fourteen. Uh, CG was actually in the other dugout when we when we played Ole Miss when I was down there, and, and, and you know things like they just kept going towards baseball. Then I was hmm. at St. John, I was the GA up there, and Corey Mascara, who's the pitching coach here at Wake now, was up there, and Coach Blankmeyer, the Hall of Fame coach, asked me to you know, work with the collegiate national team that summer after my first year. And, you know, being from down here, I had no idea what he said. Like, I didn't understand him at first. And Corey's like, yo, like, he just asked you if you want to work with the collegiate national team with Team USA in your hometown, or like in your home state. And I was like, man. And then, you know, it just kept going and going and going. And the 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 cool thing about coaching, and people talk about this all the time, but like the art and the science, like obviously there's a science to strength conditioning, to like all the track man data, to all the baseball performance metrics. But the art of it is is what kind of locked me in and, you know, being able to develop the relationships and results. Like, that's, at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do here you know, at our facility at the Ghost Lab and in anywhere I've ever been is, is develop relationships, whether that's with the staff, the players, you know, the front office, whatever the case may be, and then get those results. So the art of coaching is such a high level in the game of baseball that it, it just it's fascinating to me. Brandon Golden joining us. Uh, Brandon, you know, you want kids to get into it early, but at the same time, you worry about the burnout too, right? With um, travel ball and, and all these different teams. So how do you kind of balance that where wanting uh, wanting youngsters to, to learn the game and also learn their bodies and, and learn how to do things, but also not burn them out? And by the time they're, you know, 18 years old, tired of playing baseball, how do you kind of balance that? That's a that's a really good question. I actually was talking with a with a parent and a kid last night, you know, freshman in high school, and you know, trying to figure out playing you know, two or three different sports. And it's like, when is the right time to to get away from you know playing multiple sports? Yeah. And you know, like my thought process on that is, you know, be as athletic and play multiple sports as long as possible. But at the same time, there is a there is a point in time where if you want to play high level, you know, East Carolina level baseball, you know, SEC, ACC baseball, like you have to go work on that and you have to pitch and you have to you know, be in the cage. But I guess to get, to get back to your question, Cliff, like it's as long as they're having fun, they understand and you're being able to develop relationships. I get, I mean, Ryder, Ryder Giles is doing a fishing lesson with a 10 year old right now 
on the other side of that wall. And, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, listening to this knows who Ryder is and, you know, his smile and, you know, him just being himself goofy out there, like making it fun for him. You know what I mean? Like they can, just like anything, when I, if I walked in the, the, the strength and conditioning room, the weight room over there at East Carolina and was in a crappy mood and stuff like that, like people are going to feed off that. So I think making sure that our energy is in the, in the right place when we're, we're working with these young kids and, and keeping it fun and teaching them and, and being vulnerable, teaching them like, Hey, I don't always have it figured out. Like there's a lot of things that I'm working on, you know, as a person, as a coach, as a dad, as a husband, like, and that's a, that's a growth that, that happens throughout a lifetime. And, and the game of baseball is, you know, we all know it can be very challenging. And you know, if you're successful 30% of the time, you're in the hall of fame and things like that. We've heard that all the time, but keeping it fun, keeping it light and just allowing them to express themselves and, and be themselves. Yeah, that's awesome. Brandon Golden joining us, and you're talking about relationships. I mean, that's where I met my my best buddies on a baseball field or on a basketball court uh, back in the day and then just had an absolute blast doing it. Um, and now these guys playing at a high level. I need to tell Ryder I said what's up. I need to get over the Ryder and, uh, and talk to him. Maybe he'll have a golf pick or two for me uh, for this weekend. Um, <laughs> Brandon, what are your, uh, your favorite memories from your time here in Greenville at East Carolina? Man. There's been there's a lot of them. There's a there's a lot of fun ones. Um, one specific, I mean, obviously hosting hosting those regionals was unbelievable. Um, you know, Jake Agnes coming off the mound after we beat State. Yeah. Going south. Um, I don't I don't think he gets more more special than that. You know, obviously he didn't want to come out of the game, but you know he went out there and did his job, and you know CG went and got him, and you know we obviously won that regional went to Louisville. Coming back and you know watching watching the Super against texas like the, the fact that we were you know that close to going to omaha is and everybody listening and involved and around the program knows like we're going at some point like it's just a matter of time but to be there and, and to go into that delay and i forget what time it was the middle of the night you know for for that game too like still having the the atmosphere that that we had and man just the little things like going when we would get off the bus to elon or carolina and it was you know it was us against the world mentality type thing, and you know, we knew we were good. We we knew we were coming to play, and man, like I was talking with somebody earlier today, they were asking what I missed about college, and I just texted back one thing. I was like, winning, and they were like, yeah, you were at a juggernaut. And I'm like, yeah, I was a part of one of the best <laughs> organizations in college baseball ever. Like it, that that's what I miss, and, and obviously the people and, and things like that. But I mean, some of those big time moments when, especially in my role when. You know, the summer workouts and we're putting them through all those hard things, mission week and, you know, all that stuff that comprises, you know, East Carolina baseball when, when there was 6,000 out there on a Wednesday when we're playing state in Carolina and then us hosting those regionals and, and winning them, um, man, it's just, it was special and it still is. Brandon Golden joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. One more time, uh, Brandon, if people want information on uh, what you do and, and your facility, how can people find that online? Yeah, uh, we're on Instagram, uh, Ghost Lab NC on Instagram. Um, obviously, I'm on Instagram. You know, we have an email address, Ghost Lab NC at Gmail. Shoot us an email. Would love to talk to people about what we're doing and especially pirates. Uh, great to get you on, man. Uh, once again, I uh, heard, heard your name quite a bit here these last few months. So good to talk with you and uh, talk some old ECU memories and what you're up to today. And uh, we'll keep in touch. Maybe do it again down the road, Brandon. Appreciate it, man. Yep, let's do it. Thanks, Cliff. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 